We are back. We got a message on here from T. Farley asking how our evening is going. We ain't even going to reply to T. Farley. T. Farley, you on you the must bench. be bored. Yeah, he on the bench, man. Get, get back he on said, that how's game. our evening going? Yeah. How's your evening going, Farley? Yeah, Farley. What, who are you shooting up there on, on Call of Duty, man? My brother. <laughs> Anyways, Kenny, we, we, we want to put a pin in it, but you talked about graduation coming up. And I, I, the question for me is this. Explain how graduation can affect the roster numbers, the eighty getting to 85, and then also explain when the vortex opens back up, a.k.a. the portal, so forth and so on. Well, it can, it can affect the roster with guys departing. Because then they wouldn't be – in the tra- well, they would be in the transfer they, portal, but they would be graduate transfers. Graduate transfers, and they're automatically eligible. Right, right. So even if they transferred before, yes. So that's so. For example, for you people out there listening, Casey it, Thompson, Casey Thompson. I was gonna say uh, uh, Stephen Win, uh, Stephon Stephon Win. He's at Ole Miss, which was a surprise to me. They ain't at Ole Miss, but uh, I'm gonna call Lane and say, "What's up, man? <laughs> hey, play. You should have called me. I'll let you know. But yeah. go ahead. You got him now. You you, you stuck like Chuck. Yeah. Anyways. So that's the difference. That's the difference. Okay. Whether if they're just – if they're here, they had the, – now it's open for guys that haven't graduated. But a, tech, a two-time graduate – Or a two-time transfer. Two-time transfer. got to sit out. It has to sit out. How, uh, so if you, people, if you want to look at um, Eric Gilbert, Eric Gilbert from Georgia, he's a two-time transfer. He started at LSU, transferred to Georgia, Georgia to Nebraska – He's waiting on He's a wait, waiver. He's waiting on a waiver. waiver. So you yeah. have to have a waiver from your uh, previous institution, yeah. and the NCAA have to approve it. Right. So there is yeah. no guarantee that, that they will approve it. So, right. but if you if guys are graduating Saturday, they can go anywhere. They, they want can go in there where they want yeah. to and be automatically eligible. So it don't matter if it's a one time or two time transfer. So do so would say you had, and and look, coaches are mindful of where guys are academically. Of course, that you want every you know a student athlete to graduate. So if you're at, I think Nebraska still technically is over, right? Eighty five, right? Austin, are they over eighty five? Um, yes, we uh, haven't heard yeah, them what the number hit eighty five, so but they're still yeah. a little bit over. Just say I think eighty eight. Uh, okay, say they're at eighty eight, and say you got about six guys that are on the r- bubble, let's say, and three of them are graduating. So do you implore them to be graduate transfers? Yes. And can now I want to ask you this? So once you graduate. Can you, I guess I'm going to say in soft quotes, cut a graduate? You know what I'm saying? You say I'm a graduate transfer and you want and you and you would like you would be like, hey, it's better for you to go try to find somewhere else. Yes, to play. you can say that. But then would so would that number come off that 85? Yes. So if, if Jay Foreman graduates Saturday and he's a bubble player. Right. Uh-huh. Graduates sat tomorrow. Right. And he's a bubble player. You don't have to have him back. So, but if he chooses to, would he still be on scholarship then? No. Because his eligibility, because is, his up eligibility he, is up once he graduates. Once he graduates. Dang. And you cold. could be a three-and-a-half-year graduate. Once you graduate, it's that's a wrap. Cold. That's cold. Cold. So, so essentially, the longer you wait to graduate, the more stability you got on the roster. Yes. And you no. do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> Cause you can't get rid of me. No, you can't. But because I can come back, I can go on the portal and come back. Then I'm here. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. But once I graduate, that's a one sided conversation. conversation. My duty is done. You yes, graduated. You graduated. Whew. 
You think that, that's what's up? <laughs> I'm glad they didn't have them rules uh, back when I did. Cause I, you but know, you, it took you four years, four and a half. No, it didn't. Jay. It took me like three and a half. You graduated in three and a half? And I extended it. To, I, well, actually, I, technically I extended it to four, but I could have been done. They might want to get rid of me after I missed a couple tackles. Nah, you'd have been all right. I've been cool with it. I mean, no. I would have had some places to go. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Now, how – now, is the recruitment in the portal different for graduate transfers? Say you're trying to recruit guys that are graduate transfers. Now, how does that work, or is it just all the process the same? Do they go into the same portal? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, grad, grad transfers goes into the same portal. And, and their information of where they're at academically is in there too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. what they graduated with, and then so – you reach out to them and see if there's any interest, and then you try to get them on your campus as soon as possible because you want them here once you start off-season workouts. So in the next two weeks? In, within the next two, two weeks. weeks. Generally, yeah, next two or three weeks. Yes. Right, yeah, because, I mean, you're a graduate transfer. You ain't got nothing but to clean up, man. All you got to do. Yeah. Cause or it, just pack the U-Haul in. Yeah, because them scholarship checks cut off then, right? Cut off, automatically cut off. Once you yeah, walk across man. that stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a wrap. You like Patty LaBelle. You on your own. Hey, I th- I'd be like, man, I'd be looking around once they call my name. <laughs> I need a couple more. I need a couple more days to think about where I'm going. No, you should have had that plan already mapped out. Right, I know. I'm just kidding. You 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 would have had it mapped out. Right, yeah. You got to look. I always say if you're going to go play somewhere and you want to go in the portal, I don't. I'm not a, a true. I'm not condoning condoning it. Yeah, but I think some cases it's warranted. Have at least have one or two options. Ideally three. Yeah. To have a place. Just don't go in there and think that everybody's going to be picking it. There's just so many people in the portal. So many kids in so the portal. Many. And then you get there's just too many. You're not a you're not a hot commodity. And I think sometimes and I said this before, Kenny, is that I think a lot of kids these days enjoy like getting recruited more than they like actually playing whatever sport they're playing. This is not just a football thing. This is across the board. Basketball, football. Um, as I, a, two, I can you know speak freely on because I see it up close and personal. They like getting recruited a lot more than they actually like being played, like playing, and they definitely like getting recruited a lot more than getting coached. I said that a long time ago. Right. These kids, and again, now they got ten visits. Boy, I would have hit every state. <laughs> I would have hit everywhere. See, I would have went to Hawaii. <laughs> see. And that's why, again, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, you went to, when you went to UNLV. I, but I was a man of my word. Right. I wasn't backing out. I just told, like you I said, never, yeah. you would have went to Hawaii because yeah. you don't know if you've yeah, ever got there, especially at 18 years free? old. Free? Yeah. 99? Yeah. Come on. That's why, exactly why I went. But the difference between me and you, I would have took some money, though. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I, I would have went in there just, I would have had to go play some slots or something, man. Just, hey, I need a couple spending dollars. Now, there was a couple guys that did. Yeah. I ain't throwing them under the bus. Right, yeah. I played with one of them, but I ain't going to throw them under the bus. I know. I mean, it's. It I just wasn't going to do it. Yeah. I sat and watched. Didn't want to be obligated. I'll no. tell you on that. <laughs> you didn't, I mean, you know, sometimes the coaches can, you know, get in that little dirty business, say, oh, he, we gave him some money and all that. Then you got, now you're getting, now they're messing up your. Home, team, home, which would have been Nebraska, yeah, so, I, so it's understandable. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how to get there. I mean, I, I never really was sweating uh, Nebraska getting the eighty-five. I mm. mean, they, these coaches are paid to know that they got to get the eighty-five. So yes, they started out with a lot of numbers, but that's part of it's the flip side of what Dion did, yeah. right? 
So Dion had to strip down the roster. He had to get guys in there and see if they were able to just take it or or were willing to make it through. He had to evaluate these guys in in some sort of pressure cooker, see who could really play, see who was who was really invested in football. That's the same thing Matt Rule and staff did, right? But what they were able to do is they had a bigger base of players that wanted to be at Nebraska, mm-hmm. that was actually had a, a a foundation that was changed by Mickey Joseph and staff, and Frost and those guys did good things too. So let me let's let's not just sit there and act like you know Frost staff they just did you know 10 out of 10 things wrong right mm-hmm. you know you know some things i'm i'm sure if, if the guys that have humility on scott's staff they could tell you i wish we did some i wish we did some things differently and they wish they had the opportunity to do some things differently because i know within that staff there was things that that, that some of those guys wanted to do that they weren't afforded to because they didn't have the power to do so. That's factual. I'm being one of them. Right. So, exactly. Well, I didn't want to speak for you, but yeah. since you just do your – I'm being one you of just, them. you just know, jumped out there, and, and you aren't the only one. So, yeah. there was good things that they did, and that's why I always say just because a new coach coming in comes in doesn't mean that everything was bad. Now, I do think there were some monumental things, fundamental things, that weren't addressed from the very get-go that from, it wasn't done from the day one first from certain people yes dealing with certain type of players yes that would have never led to this to be to work out long term totally unless agree. some things would have been changing now when you have a new coach you know it was able it's a little different because matt rule started out with a like a bigger pool big pool of players and a different situation in a different conference so forth and so on but then he added 39 guys right where Dion. Added guys in the transfer portal. Even some of the guys he brought in the transfer portal initially left yeah. after the spring. Yep. Had to bring in more guys, right? He's going to probably have some guys from the graduate transfer. I think he's still signing guys now. And he's got a big class coming in. And he had some holdovers, some guys that actually were, you know, decent players. Again, some of the guys on that team could actually play football. Some of the guys could play football to the standards they wanted. The receiver that did good in the spring game didn't get the number that he wanted. He got emotional and jumped in the portal. That's probably the dumbest thing ever. Selfish. I mean, I get it. No, I, I, no. no hold on. I understand. Look, I, you know, when I when I first, you know, I stumbled upon 56, I love 56. I was like, well, I wanted to be 44. John Hess had it. You're talking he, about when you got to the NFL. No, when I got to when Nebraska. When you got to Nebraska. John Hess had it. He had seniority. There's nothing I could do. No. Right? So I took 56. That's not a bad fallback playing for a linebacker number. LT. When I got to the uh, uh, NFL, I wanted I, – at that point in time, linebacker, you couldn't wear 44 as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. You had to be in the 50s or you're in the 90s. I wanted 56. My man that was a mentor to me, Sam Coward, was a – was a uh, he got there a year early. He was first-team rookie all-pro, and he was end up being a great player. He was 56. Lucky enough, you know, somebody left. And I got 55. Now, if I didn't get 55 and I had to be 95, you you wouldn't hurt a peep, peep out of me. I would have played and made that the best 95 until I could get into something else. Do you hear uh, David Ajabo, former Michigan linebacker, ask Terrell Suggs if he could wear 55 this year? <laughs> Say what? I mean, yeah, yeah. For the Ravens? Ravens? Yeah. See, that it, might, that Terrell might Suggs be. is still playing. And he asked him if he could tie 55 this year. You, 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 Suggs, oh, is, Terrell Suggs is who? Where is he at? Kansas City. He's in Baltimore. He's back with them. That's what I'm. Oh, talking. he did he, sign yeah. back. So he yeah. signed back with yeah. them in the off season. Yeah. 
And he, and Ojabo asked him if he could wear as a rookie. Yes, that might be the dumbest rookie question ever. That that, that so that he's right gonna get, he's gonna get it. That's why I said his rookie dinner. Oh, he's gonna get it. He's gonna pay ninety nine point nine 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 percent of that. He's that's gonna what he get gets. it. That's I mean, you gets. can't do that. Terrell Suggs is a Hall of Famer. That you, might be the that'd be like me going. I mean, well, me and Ray Lewis played crossed over. That'd be like me going as Ray Lewis for his number, right? Period. As a rookie. If you went somewhere else, first of all, I don't want, I don't want to wear that number. No, because that's his number. I didn't even want to sit in LT's locker when I was in there. You know, hired as a hired gun to go in there as a Giants. I had to get it because that was the only one. But I'm just imagine Kenny. I opened up all my stuff, and there's a in LT's locker. They have a the few guys in the Giants that are Hall of Famers. They have a like a glass encapsulated picture of them. So I didn't even know it. Right, and I'm like. I'm coming in. Well, first of all, I could have had another logger, but Strahan, Strahan not only had two two loggers, he had three. So, okay. so you're not going to disrespect. So, yeah. But Strahan had three. That's why I had to go to LT's locker. But I'm just coming in. It's half through the season. I ain't got no seniority. I, yeah, I'm a vet. And guess what number I was? 96. I was just happy to have a number, right? Just coming off breaking, breaking my leg or whatever. But then, I, you know, they and I'm telling you about the Giants. They were first class. There wasn't a thing that I could could have needed ever. If you wanted a mouth guard, they had it. So, a certain type of sleeves, they had it. Shoes. They, I had so much stuff in my locker, I felt like it was like a, <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. So I'm looking for something because he told me where it was and open it up. There's LT looking at me. I said, dang. I said, you couldn't get me another locker? He said, you want to go to get in the equipment room? I said, no, nah, I'll take this. I can't, Dude, I cannot believe he asked that man for his name. I can because you here's why here's why I can. Here's why I can. These kids these days don't have knowledge or respect for the past and greatness. And that's what's gonna lead to one of our bigger discussions at the top of the five o'clock hour. In the short hour after this break, we wanna send our we wanna talk about Jim Brown and, and, and the uh impact he had on not only the NFL, but you know, African American African Americans in general in general. And, you know, him to retire at the peak of his career, going into a movie career, civil rights activist. We want to give Jim Brown his props in two or three minutes after we come back. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin, we'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 